Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed. Welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, here's what we're talking about today. Uh, we're going to discuss colonialism, and I want to ask you the question of, is colonialism evil? Now, I bring up this topic, A, because Thanksgiving is tomorrow, and because I had a very interesting conversation the end of last week with one of the guys that I've met in one of my classes. He's of the opposite political orientation as me. But you know what? We had a very interesting conversation. He is very pro-Palestine and I am very pro-Israel. So we also had a very interesting conversation around that. But he wanted to talk mainly about colonialism. Now, I don't know this guy very well. I can tell that he doesn't like me because A, I wear my ex-military hoodies and I'm very vocal about the stuff that I support in my classes. I don't attack the other side. I just support my side when I think this, when the situation arises as anybody would do if they had the guts to do so. But he's been sneak dissing me more and more and so I actually, I called him out, not in public, but in private. And I was like, hey man, what's your problem with me exactly? And then we ended up having a conversation because he, he, he called me a colonizer. And then I looked at him and I said, what, because I'm white looking? And he said, he, sa he didn't say yes. He said, well, if the shoe fits kind of, you know, passive aggressive bullshit. And I answered, I said, so you're, you're assuming that because of the color of my skin, that therefore I support colonialism. And he just kind of kept writing with it. And he was just like, he didn't, you ever met people who they want, they act tough, but when you actually start challenging them, they start getting passive aggressive and giving you not answers. Yeah. You ever encountered people like this? He never, he never directly answered any of the questions I provided to him. He just kind of answered, he kind of created his own question and then answered that question. But long story short, we ended up having a very interesting conversation because he told me that he doesn't like Israel because he, he believes that the state of Israel should not exist because it's based in colonialism and colonialism is bad. Because he says that it erases um, the indigenous population, it puts in um, estranged um, customs and potentially even faiths, all that kind of stuff. And I, I could have had a conversation about this for hours, but I decided to really get one point across, and that was the fact that colonialism is not always bad. That's number one. And number two, you can't argue that colonialism is inherently bad because colonialism by the today's definition has always existed. Let's go back to the definition. Let's define our terms, shall we? Colonialism, according to what I'm reading on Google right now, is colonialism is the act of one nation dominating another nation. It involves political control, exploitation, cultural values, taxes, and it says colonialism can also be defined 
as a as a system or a policy by which a nation maintains or advocates control or influence. In other words, they're slowly watering down the definition. They give examples. Their examples include England colonizing the eastern seaboard of North America, Spain colonizing Central America, and then Russia colonizing Siberia. Okay. Okay. And you could also, if you wanted to, you could add to the list um, Israel after World War II. You can add that as well if you want. But you know what this really ties into? I like their first definition of the act of one nation dominating another nation because it leads into an even bigger point that I think this whole conversation of colonialism really stems from. And that is this. Do you think being strong, do you think being strong is bad and being weak is good? Because this is what it all comes down to. The strong have always exercised the power of life and death over the weak. We know this. Anyone who studied history knows this. This goes across political, racial, ethnic groups. It goes across the, across the entire spectrum. If you are strong, you win. And if you're weak, you die out. This ties into Charles Darwin's theory of natural selection. Let's read that definition, shall we? Now, when it comes to natural selection, we get into a little bit more of a... Natural selection is this. Natural selection is the differential survival and reproduction of individuals due to difference in phenotype. It is a key mechanism of evolution and the change in the heritable, in the, the heritable traits and characteristics of a population over generations. In other words, it, it basically says that those who are strong will live and survive and change their environment, and those who are weak will die out and will not. Now, that has nothing to do with race, because then people are going to bring up uh, eugenics. Eugenics was not based upon race, by the way. It was made that way by the Nazis, who, like with many other ideas and symbols, hijacked it to mean something that it's not. A trick they learned from the communists, no doubt. But this is, this is what I'm talking about. Let's go back in time to the early days of recorded history amongst humanity. You mean to tell me that war has not existed? You mean to tell me that people conquering another group, people group and subjugating them has not been, has not happened in the past? Uh, it has. It all comes down to the strong survive and the weak do not. Now, you can argue on whether or not that's right. That's a, I'm not injecting morality here. What I'm attempting to do is to show you that this is not a white person thing. People want to make this a race issue. This is not a race issue. Because if it was, we wouldn't see people of the same racial or ethnic group doing it to each other. But we do. We see it all the time. Just look at... The let's let's go to an example that people are likely to cite slavery in the United States because that's what everybody and their grandma wants to bring up to try to smear the honky, the the, the white trash. They want to smear us as European Americans or as whites and making us oh apologize for something that only one percent of people 
and the South practiced. And on top of that, part of that 1% were freed blacks who became slave owners. But we'll ignore that and we'll pretend that that's not the case. So let's go back to that. Who do you think it was who sold the slaves? Oh, it, it wasn't the whites. It was the, it was the black tribal leaders who conquered other tribal leaders and then sold those people into slavery for money. Now, is that not colonialism? Let's go back to the colon colonialism definition. The act of one nation dominating another nation. Oh, so you're telling me that that's not just based on race. It's not just something that England does. It's not just something that America does. Not just something that Russia does. Not just something that Spain does. No, my friends. Using that definition, that is one sovereign nation dominating another sovereign nation. In other words, that can go across any racial or ethnic group. So let's go back to my example of slavery because apparently that's what everybody wants to still bring up even though it's been about, you know, over 150 years, but we'll talk about it any we'll talk about it anyways. So here it is. Um the African tribal leaders would sell the other tribes that they conquered and sell them to the Arab Muslim slave traders who would then sell them to the both North and South America as well as to the Middle East and to England. Now, my friends, using that definition, were the other African tribal leaders not colonizing the other ones? You see how this, this whole argument kind of starts to break down? Let's go back to what it involves. Uh, I said political control, exploitation, cultural values, and taxes. Let's go to colonial, let's go, let's go to the first aspect of colonialism. They bring up political control. Here's a definition. Acquiring or maintaining full or partial political control over another sovereign nation. In other words, when they take over the country, they exert their view of, pol of politics upon that political structure that once existed. Would you not consider the subjugating of another tribe, another people group, political control? Getting rid of their government and replacing it with your own? Let's go to number two, exploitation. Here's a definition. Conquering the population and exploiting it. They used exploiting to explain exploitation. What? Okay. Oh, who wrote this? <clears throat> All right, well, here it is. Okay, so let's, using that de let's go with that definition, even though that definition is third grade level at best. We'll go with that definition. So conquering the population, check that and exploiting them, check that. Okay, let's go back to my example. Uh, do you think that conquering and selling people into slavery is exploitation? I would say yes. Let's go to number three, cultural values. Here is the definition. Forcing its own language and cultural values upon the people. Oh, you mean like how you can actually communicate with these people so they can integrate themselves into your, um, the newly conquered state? Again, I'm not saying that 
the acts that the British Empire did, that America always does, that Spain or Russia, I'm not saying, I'm not justifying those away. Make no mistake about it. What I'm trying to point out to you is when you hear other races of people call white people colonizers, you need to understand that that's extremely racist because this is not a white person issue. This has been an issue from the beginning of time. Ever since the first person picked up a stick and decided they could beat their neighbor with it and take their stuff, we've had this problem. This has nothing to do with race and everything to do with reality. But people, see, here's the thing. Racism is a real thing. Of course it is. But here's the issue. Do you understand how many people I hear, whether it's on X, whether it's um, just in the media in general, whether it's I look on online, do you know how often it is I hear something about how evil whites are or how bad white people are, but then you hear nothing about keeping holding other people of other races accountable for the things they say because it doesn't fit the agenda? And the ignorant masses are also unaware of the Marcuse school of Marxist thought or as they call it, critical thinking and rationality. Uh, did you Were they not aware that Herbert Marcuse, one of the first things he said that they would use to, de to destroy the capitalist state was to create the artificial idea of racism offenses? In other words, whenever someone, whenever possible, scream racism. Whenever possible, use race or class, not actually address the issue you see how people fall right into the trap again this has nothing to do with race and everything to do with a stronger nation bending us a, a weaker nation to their will now is that morally correct or incorrect that's not the issue that is not the issue because when you take it to a morality issue, you make it very personal. You make it very easily, it makes it an emotional argument. And I don't want to debate emotions because you can't do it. You can't have a rational discussion about emotions. Am I justifying atrocities? No. Am I pointing out realities? Yes. Let's go to why people say colonialism is bad. Here's a couple reasons. Let me read it to you. Colonialism is considered bad because it, quote, it involves an invading culture establishing political control over an indigenous population. I want to address this idea of indigenous populations. Um, are people unaware or are they just uneducated about the early days of humanity and how because of the ice ages, because of the constant warfare, because of the very unstable environment that the earth was, the, there used to be this Pangea. There used to be, the earth was just one giant landmass at one point. But due to the changing climate, due to the ice ages, due to the volcanic activity and the seismic activity, the earth became what we know today. The indigenous populations shifted very often. 
For example, let's take the Native Americans in, in the United States. The Native Americans have been here for a very long time. That is true. That is a fact of reality. Have they lived here since the beginning of time? No. In fact, there were people who were white giants who lived here before the Native Americans did. You don't believe me? It's in the Smithsonian. You don't believe me? Look it up for yourself. Now, is that meant to say that you can do whatever you want to the indigenous population? No. What it's meant to tell you is this argument is inherently fallacious because the indigenous populations shifted over time. They are not what we see today. Humans have been around for a while. So this, this argument of indigenous people is one that's built on a false ideology that people who are here when the, the quote colonizers got here have always been here, when in fact that is just not true. Let's continue with this art. Let's continue with this answer. Says so some saying that colonialism is morally wrong. Again, that's why I took the morality out of it, because that's usually the first thing that people interject is morality. They'll they'll bring morality into it. Meanwhile, they'll insult you and be racist about it. But that's neither here nor there. Says so some say that colonialism is morally wrong because it forces one culture's ideals on another, which can suppress the other culture's customs and traditions. Now, this brings up a whole nother conversation. We are assuming that every culture, its ideals, its traditions, and whatnot are equal. We're using this logic, we're assuming that all cultures, all religions, all customs are equal. I don't believe that to be true. Some of them just plain stink. Some of them oppress people. Some of them make people less than human beings. Others do not. Others support freedom and democracy. Others do not. Some of them say we have freedom. Others say that we don't. So shame on you if you want to sit here and tell me that all cultures are equal and should be equally respected. I think you're wrong. Should that, does that mean they should go away? No. Does that mean then that some of them belong more in a museum than they do in the modern society? Yes. Some indigenous so-called cultures practice cannibalism. Is that good? Should that be kept around because it's a culture's ideals? Some cultures, even to this day, suppress women. Oppress women. Hurt women. Does that mean we should keep them around? Because they are a different culture's idea and that they're supposed to be equal? I don't think so. But again, this comes back to this idea of all cultural customs and traditions being equal. I don't believe that to be true. Let's keep going. Colonialism has had many negative effects. Oh, oh goody. Let's look at these. Uh, atrocities. Environmental degradations. Post poor treatment of indigenous populations. Again, with the indigenous people. Again. Colonialism continues to oppress developing nations and minority communities globally. Again, this goes back to natural selection... And this goes back to this idea of all, all customs, all cultures, and all religions being equal, which I don't think is true. It goes back to this idea of 
um, this idea that the oppressed are more are morally superior, the superior virtue of the oppressed. If you're oppressed, you're considered to be morally virtuous as opposed to the supposed oppressor. I don't believe this to be true. Th this is just unbelievable to me. This is I could go I could talk about this for hours, my friends. I could. But I doubt you'd listen to me talk about this for hours and hours and hours. But you notice the communist talking points? The everyone is equal, the invite Okay, here when did the communists and the socialists decide what was why do conservatives not care about the environment more? Again, this is the problem. People want to bring up the bad without bringing up the good. Is there bad elements of colonialism? Of course there is. Is there positive elements? Yes. Yes, there is. How about the spread of technology? How about the doing away with inferior, oppressive, indigenous ideals? These are nothing new, but of course, we want to make this a white person issue because of the British Empire and the American, and the modern America. This is not true. You ever heard of the Mongols? You ever heard of the Arab conquests? You ever heard of the Zulus? You ever, again, I could go down the list. But of course, people don't like to hear reality. They want to hear what makes them happy and what fits with their existing morality viewpoints. This is just a fact of reality. So my friends, where do you stand? Do you think colonialism is bad? Do you think it's evil? I think it's just a fact of the human existence. So I think it's morally good or bad. That to me, that's not the conversation. Because I think we can all agree inherently on a moral perspective solely that oppressing people is not good. The problem is when you enter the realm of reality, things are not that cut and dry. It's the people who are weak who want to use morality, whereas the strength just use their strength. <laughs> you know what I'm This is the problem. People want to cheat reality on the basis of morality, but it doesn't work. So I'll leave it to you. What do you think? Do you think colonialism is evil? Do you think it just is an unescapable fact of reality? Let me know what you think on my Twitter page at Sheep Get Sheared, or you could mention it in the comments. I'm curious what you have to say. Let's have a conversation about it. But until then, my friends, God bless you. God bless your families. God bless America. Have a great Thanksgiving. I'm out. Peace.